<laughs> Let's start the comedy. I mean, the movie pod, the serious podcast. The serious podcast. Yeah, everyone stop smiling. Welcome back to the serious podcast, everybody. Um, it's all sad out there. Have you read the McKinsey report? <laughs> this is your bit for the week? <laughs> yeah, it's my intro bit. Welcome back to the serious podcast, everybody. Climate change is going to kill us all. <laughs> Anyways, it's your parents watch this, brought to you by Serious Here Often. We've the network is rebranded, uh, the podcast is rebranded, and uh, Kian, we got a guest on the show this week. We do have a guest. It's uh, Dan Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, uh, I'm the guest for today, Dan yeah. Duvall. You're also the CEO of a different podcast network, C- Comedy Here Off. Yeah, I'm the uh, I'm, I'm the CEO of Good Vibes in this basement. <laughs> that I'm in with you guys. CEO of hanging out in my parents' workout room. Damn right. Hey, this is your Working workout room. Up in here. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm the podcast guy at comedy here often that's yep. my my job podcast guy so it says on my business card i'm like winking and giving two finger guns and <laughs> podcast guy yeah, yeah, and then, then underneath in brackets it says definitely a real job <laughs> hey kian thank the man for hiring us yeah uh dan has uh pitched us brad and i the idea of doing a podcast <laughs> together <laughs> yeah. so you're listening to this because of him i'm yeah. really happy with it uh you thank guys you. are legitimately like, like, that's I, the first time anyone said that on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately, you guys are legitimately one of my favorite podcasts on the whole network. Uh, I have personally created fans for you one at a time <laughs> through several people. My roommate, my former roommate and good dear friend Pat Donovan yes. is a huge friend huge of the pod. Shout out to Big Boy show. Pat. We know Pat. He Patty listens, Cakes, we call him. <laughs> he listens to every episode. He absolutely loves you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally traveling the country turning people onto your podcast one person at a time well somebody's got to well god bless you and speaking of (laughs) seven listeners now seven listeners speaking of that review that we just got from the ceo (laughs) what if if you were listening to this hypothetically maybe you went and reviewed it too yeah consider consider reviewing and subscribing to our show on itunes also quick disclaimer off the top sorry the episode's late uh we tried to record an episode in my car because (laughs) kian's roommate has a uh, a disease that's not covid it's even worse what is it it's uh it can't we actually signed an nda we can't say what <laughs> it is but it's really bad and uh so we tried to do it in the car and then we gave up and decided to do it at my parents house so hopefully this one will be not awkward yeah hopefully it's, better vibes it's got an open concept and by open i mean it, the walls are unfinished and <laughs> um which is cool because it has insulation which works as soundproofing but the problem is it has poly over them so I think that actually does the opposite of that. I think it probably bounces the sound around. So okay. This is going to be a loud podcast yeah. this weekend. Which oh, is great yeah. because the movie, one of my notes about the movie we watched is it just says, this whole movie is too loud. <laughs> it's my first note. That's we should intro note. the movie. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, movie yeah. Are, we, what, are we watching this week? Uh, I hope it is extra loud uh, this week because the loud podcast is one of our classic <laughs> intro bits. But we're, this week we're doing Commando, something that I always go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I knew that was going to get said. Didn't know it was going to be that fast. Yeah, you guys yeah. can't see it, but we're all fist bumping. I right didn't now. write yeah. that one down. I riffed it off the dome. So, uh, <laughs> all our, all our In case out. anyone's wondering how my skills are progressing, pretty <laughs> What year did good. this movie come out? Did, we, did anyone look that my up? My IMDb wasn't loading. Can you look that up real quick? Yeah. We're on Brad's internet right now. So oh, Yeah, this is your Brad's <laughs> internet. This is Brad's internet. Let me just Google that real quick. Oh, it came out in 1985. It's a thriller. And it has 69% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. 1985. I was uh, 
I was four years old when this movie came so out. So you probably remember it vividly then. Yeah, I watched it uh, from my crib at four, <laughs> putting on war paint. Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Um, I selected this movie for the pie. Mm. I forced you two to watch it. Yeah. Um, I believe I'm not mistaken when I say that this is the movie in which Arnold Schwarzenegger killed the most people of all of his movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah one of my notes right. for this is, goddamn, does he is he? It's easy for him to kill people. He's, like, it's quite easy. The people no might issue. as well be cows or inanimate objects. Like he's just mowing. I mean, them look down. at him. He was like a casual, you know, military operative. The best of the best. Yeah, I love that they don't specify like which part of the military he was in. You can assume he you was know, in all of them. You know it's black ops. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dude, the- I inferred it was CIA, but then I'm like, I don't know. Those muscles seem too big to be tactical. Yeah, you can't be. There's like he's not smart enough to be CIA because he's too jacked. Like, dude, the over the first time you see him in the movie, he's just. It's like the writers were like, "What can we possibly?" make this guy doing to make him like just to beat you over the head with the <laughs> fact that he's huge and it pans in on him carrying a whole ass tree yeah yeah like, yeah he's just carrying a tree in one hand and a chainsaw in the other one and that is, and it's like <laughs> but not before they like just show close-ups on all of his, his individual arm muscles well yeah that moving. was that was my favorite part of the intro yeah, was it's, it's like that and that's like before you even see arnold it's yeah. just like shots of his biceps. biceps and it's like oh i know who those are yeah yeah, yeah. you know who you owns know, those you know right away which by the way if anyone wants to buy the new brad semituck nft uh that's what it is <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just close-ups on all my muscles um yeah, so I like the tree and the chainsaw scene. I also love uh, the daughter scene. It makes him seem like, oh, hey, yeah. he's more than just a horde-ass murderer with yeah. muscles. He's also a tender lover. I mean, a tender father. But, a tender loving father. Yes, a tender father who loves. Tenderly. And what I'm saying is uh, every time Arnold Schwarzenegger has like a kid in a movie, I always expect it to be also huge. Like I was <laughs> like Alyssa Milano's just jacked. Yeah, hell. I was just imagining his daughter as like three years old, but still up to his chest. Yeah, you see her have no muscles. You're like, this isn't realistic she's, at all. She's badass like him though. She says lots of lines in the movie. Like she doesn't take any guff. No, yeah, she's like not afraid of these terrorists but at all. The way that they beat you over the head, also at the start of the movie, where he's like, they show him like with the tree and all that, and then it's like you said, he's like fishing with his daughter, and then they're eating ice cream, and she like pokes it into his nose, and he's got ice cream on his face. And they're all giggling and laughing. Yeah, but he's clearly killed like so many That's people. That's the thing, like, and it's you- like my dad hasn't killed anybody before. And if I did that little stunt with the ice cream, oh, he'd kill out. me. Yeah. He'd kill one guy. Shit out of you. <laughs> kill the one guy he loved the my most. Dad's killed anybody, but we hope not. We know he has. We hope he has. Your dad doesn't have a gun for fun, Brad. He'd be a lot cooler if he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. Uh, uh, hold on. This movie does have like the best lines like for a movie that's an hour and a half almost every like third line is hilarious (laughs) it's sick dude like my one of my favorites is um just in the compilation of guys getting assassinated that they have in the first three minutes which also shout out to how many people get murdered in the first three minutes really hooks you in yeah um but they're at a car dealership and uh the salesman is like selling a car and uh he's like uh you see this Cadillac right here? That's American workmanship. You think the Japanese invented that? And it's like, well, you no, you just said it was American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to. You didn't even have to ask that question. Yeah. And then he's, and then he's like, and then the guy in the car who's like buying the car, air quotes, is like, he's like, you know what I like most about it? 
And then he's like, the price. And then he just drives it off the lot, like drives right through yeah. the window. And I really like that. Up. But it was so weird. Like, it was just so... They're, you're, they're trying to show us that these guys are bad guys. So, like, that's... They showed that. And then also, when they killed the guy right off the start. Yeah. In uh, When they came up as uh, garbage men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the chick, like his wife... I have a few things to say about the scene. First yeah. of all, his wife... The man's wife is like, oh, it's, oh it's, but it's not garbage day. And they hear the garbage truck. He's like, well, they're here. I better go down. So he runs down with the garbage cans. And then they just have Uzis and they shoot him and kill him. But, like, what was the plan? Like, he came down, but, like, they were really banking on him hearing the garbage truck. and bringing <laughs> down. Like, what was the plan if that didn't happen? Just, like, circle back. You don't know how many times they did that today. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, like, their yeah, fifth totally. time. Just, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'd try and drive louder next time, I guess. I don't know. We need them to hear us. Yeah, like, we have could, no like, plan right now. And if the plan was to drive up in garbage trucks, and I guess the plan is, like, okay, if we come up in garbage trucks, no one will suspect. Like, if they just came up in a car, they'd be like, yeah, suspicious car was there. But there's that's not true either because it's more suspicious that the goddamn garbage truck was there and not on garbage day. That's yeah, the thing. exactly. It's probably not garbage day. But also, like... Wouldn't you hate to pull a Uzi out of the back of a garbage truck? Like, it'd probably be all sticky and, like, mm-hmm. gross. Like, I don't yeah. know. I would probably abandon that Dude, plot. if I was a hitman being disguised as a garbage man, I would tell everybody that, hey, look, I'm not actually a garbage man. This isn't what <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, like. like. I'm here to kill somebody. Anybody <laughs> you guys see this gun? Like, a garbage man wouldn't have an Uzi. Please Come on. Give Come on. Anybody <laughs> that you saw on the way there. I'm not really a garbage man. I'm a hitman. <laughs> not a garbage man. I'm an assassin. Don't tell anybody. That you, <laughs> please, you, actually, no. Tell people you saw me, but not that I was a garbage man. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, my other complaint about the er, the first couple is that it's not really a complaint so much as an observation, but they wake up in bed and they're wearing like a suit. In the 80s, people wore pajama suits. Yes, sir. Like their pajamas were a suit, like buttons Button up the front of the shirt. That's crazy. And yeah. then when he goes to take the garbage out, he also puts a robe on. Why are you putting a robe on when you already have a full suit? <laughs> why, why are you sleeping in a suit? And then when you get up, why are you putting a robe on over the suit? Yeah, you're like, let me put some pajamas on top of this. Yeah, well, like, because <laughs> people didn't like learn about being comfortable until about 2014, Is like, that, <laughs> yeah, until like late stage Twitter. You know, Is because, that when the Snuggie came out? Well, that's when everyone started saying self care all the time. Like oh. before that, they were just like, let me do business always. Yeah, bro. My mom didn't let me wear sweatpants out of the house. So, I, mean, I don't know. You should thank her for that. Yeah, no, I feel like that was a bad call. I think I'd be a pretty cool guy if I did comedy in sweatpants and slides every night. Oh, okay, well, once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> once in a while. Don't elaborate on who, <laughs> what you just referenced. <laughs> but what I will I've say, only been here for three days, and I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is, like, it's good that your mom didn't let you do that because the sweatpants guy in school was always like the one with flies just buzzing around him in class like he just had a pocket full of maggots yeah it was either that or (laughs) it was either that or he was like cooler than everybody yeah that was until high school though well i I knew a lot of really cool guys in school that's that's probably where you and i differ fashion sweats came out Oh, that's true. The, Fashion When sweats. that came out, it was a whole other thing. It was like you had to, if you don't have sweatpants on, that's true. you wearing jeans, you Joggers idiot. That's were a good very point. fashionable. Yeah, and in my high school, or no, junior high, sorry, it was uh, if you didn't have Aeropostal sweats, oh, gross. you were a fucking write-off. That's dude. so funny. If you didn't, And they had to be a weird color, too, like green or yellow. Did you go to school in Florida? <laughs> no, I went to school in uh, right here, actually, this, <laughs> this town that we're in. This when I was in school, the juicy sweatpants were really big. Like, got, just for girls, though, mm. obviously. Mm. I also have a note about this movie written down that yeah. says, ta- uh, this movie is taken, 
Like the yeah. movie Taken. Yeah, no. if, if Taken was written by somebody in Florida. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was Taken if uh, it made sense. Yeah, Taken yeah, if yeah, it yeah. ruled <laughs> and yeah, was yeah. sick. The whole plot of this movie, you guys have to understand, like I grew up in this time where every action movie was this. Man, so, are we jealous. So like, yeah, but I thought this is how you meet. Like, okay, I, I don't think we're ready to talk about the female counterpart in this movie yet, but like this is how I thought you met women. Just like, like you had to have a daughter, <laughs> and then they were kidnapped by bad guys, and then you had to kill them all, and then the woman whose car you stole in this case or whatever else um, that you kind of kidnapped who then got Stockholm syndrome. No, 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 that's how you met women. That's how that's I just love for you really meeting women is like, okay, step one, get a daughter. Yeah, step yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> but this was it, right? Okay, I also have an issue with uh, the fact that like Kirby, the general, just showed up in a helicopter. You yeah. didn't love that? This I loved it, but also like t- that's a crazy pop in. Well, dude, like, that's, that's like the crazy. Best. You know like, what the, rattled the daughter, me the most was ha- how little anybody reacted yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, they it's had like, a- Dad, your friend's here. <laughs> how, how often does he show up like this? Well, the daughter was <laughs> just. Dad, your friend's here. <laughs> yeah. They have a pool. They have a. They own yeah. a pool. Do they not have a phone? Yeah. They do. Yeah. They not have a landing strip for the helicopter. Well, the daughter was just so nonchalant about it. She's like, "Dad, why is that army helicopter here again? Promise <laughs> yeah. you won't go to work." Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, like number what? one, like, how do you know it's an army helicopter? It's in the sky right now. And then number two, why are you not losing your fucking mind? Well, because your dad is Arnold Schwarzenegger. So every like, I feel like a, it's normal. Like, it'd be weird if a helicopter didn't. Yeah. Show. If my dad was Arnold Schwarzenegger, nothing could phase me. No, I'd be right. the chillest guy on the planet. I completely agree. But I, I just really like how his daughter reacted to the helicopter pulling up, like the same way I react to Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, oh, fucking these guys again. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. fucking back. Oh, good. They're back. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> Don't worry. I won't go with them anyway. What do you want? It was like, yeah, the daughter's reaction was like how I would react when my dad would get a work call while he was at home. Just <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Again, yeah, like, uh, you promised uh, you wouldn't work today. I thought <laughs> so we were it's like, oh, uh, I thought we were hanging out. He's loading <laughs> an assault like, rifle. Clearly, a national security emergency. <laughs> um, the code to his gun room is one, two, three. I mean, it's Arnold. It's notice? in his house. <laughs> what do you want? Okay. <laughs> he has a sick gun shed, though. He, he did have up. a sick gun shed. That was like, man, uh, it's cool that he had a gun safe going, but like. I feel like that really put it in a lot of guys' heads where it's like, why would I have a gun safe if I need this shit in an emergency? You know? Yeah. Because he could have not had his daughter kidnapped if he just was concealed carrying. Yeah, this movie taught our parents to bring the AR to fucking Walmart. Just keep something in your waistband. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Keep your shit You don't know what's going to happen in your own home. Yeah, this whole movie is an ad for for open carry. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This movie actually inspired the Conway the Machine line where he says, I tuck a fifth when I roll through. (laughs) Yeah, that's undoubtable. He said, "What you know what he said after that? What? Bro just did six, got his pull too. Crazy. Do you want to do the rest of this song? No, I don't <laughs> that. that, I've, ooh, never felt, that bar. I've never felt more 40 <laughs> than I am right now. I've, I just realized I'm hanging out with children in the basement. <laughs> Talking about a movie that I made you watch from 1985. No, Holy I, shit. I just have to do an obligatory uh, rap quote every episode. It's, yeah, that's fair. You uh, might not have seen it, but I did put it in our contract. Did you guys catch I, um, I wrote it with crayon. Did you guys catch Arnold's sick boomer riff about uh, Boy George? No. I didn't. Oh, actually. it was like at the beginning of the movie, his daughter was showing him Boy George in a magazine. He's like, Boy George? 
Why don't they call him Girl George? No way. Did Cut he say down that? A lot I of confusion. It? Oh, yeah, bro. That's like in the first five minutes. Oh, that's oh, awesome. <laughs> this is it. This is the whole point of your podcast is to discover the reasons why people my age are toxic. Oh, yeah, now. totally. And that's why that's why you're toxic. And is this is it. You watched Commando. You're like, this is amazing. Let me internalize everything. And then you accidentally got that, too. I used to have G.I. Joes, okay, growing up. And they had like a whole... More they, like G.I. Jills. <laughs> when I was a kid, I just played with real guns. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're not all from Alberta. So. Uh, we had this like big garden out front of my house, and uh, I would play commando in the uh, in the garden. And I had one guy who was like my Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. And it's like weird to me to be like, that's the game I'm playing, is that someone's, I'm eight years old and someone's kidnapped my daughter and I'm murdering like, a whole army of people. Like, that's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of messed up. And that's what I grew up on. Like, I literally grew up on, like, this is what a man is. Well, yeah, more this like type Girl of, George. <laughs> like, yeah, that's more not like Girl Arnold, George. I mean, yeah, this type of movie just like, like this genre of action, which is just 80s action, gave everyone a hero complex. Oh, 100%. Like, totally and so like i but, don't know but why where... am i such a pussy then like i've never even been in a fight before <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i bet in your mind you think that like you could win one a fight yeah no dude i don't have any oh, maybe no crazy. but but like when i was in my 20s probably maybe i might have had some fantasies yeah not but... now not now i'm just like now i'd like a good nap like i just don't want to <laughs> i don't try to fight anybody i don't even want to argue online with people i guess i would poke a hole in that what i just said actually because like then why do i have one too you know what I mean? Maybe. Well, I don't know. Like, I fully believe that you grew I grew up could, watching cars. I could like... save a woman. <laughs> if there was a damsel in distress, ooh, call me. I'll give you a back massage. <laughs> 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 I'll fix that stress. Yeah, you're toxic, too. 100%. Yeah. 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 I wonder why. I wonder why that is. What did you grow up? What movies did you grow up watching? Well, I will, I'm not a movie guy, famously. I'm not either. And, uh, I'm not either. Like, so I grew up watching, like, YouTube vlogs. Where yeah, <laughs> Holy shit. Or like kissing pranks. I think that's what made me <laughs> Dude, what yeah, knowing that you watch kissing pranks, that's like, oh, that's who Brad is yeah, as what a is guy. A kissing prank? No, that's definitely what made me toxic in retrospect. Because it would just be Whatever a kissing prank is, it's definitely the opposite of the nineteen eighty five film commando. <laughs> yeah. For sure. hundred well, percent. It, it's the same like um in its uh fucking uh what is it? What's the word? That I'm thinking it's essence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, n no, but yeah, sure. <laughs> it's the same in like essence because it would just be like some guy, right? You know, you know, who Sam Pepper is. Mm -mm. Why would you know? Okay, picture no, no. picture <laughs> Kean, but the top of his hair is blue and the rest of it is brown, and it's in a man bun. Okay. Do you, do you right? like it? I'm going to come. <laughs> and then he just goes out into public and uh, he hires like Craigslist actors, but you don't know that they're Craigslist actors. And uh, he films himself going up to girls and being like, hey, uh, if you get this math question wrong, you have to kiss me on the lips. And then uh, that's they, so scary. And they, hold on. They always get the math question wrong and they always kiss him. But uh, like a regular girl would not even like peck him on the cheek. Right. But this one is like they always make out. <laughs> Like, they always go full PDA ass-grabbing. So, yeah, that's why I'm like this. Yeah, anyway. you grew up watching that? Yeah, yeah. How is it even a prank? I was like... <laughs> like oh, this feels like sexual well, assault. It's a, it's not... Yeah, it is. But, <laughs> yeah, but if no. you say it's a prank, then it it's is. just a prank it's now. It's just a joke, babe. Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of those guys faced legal action. But <laughs> what I am saying is I was, like, 12 years old watching that, just laughing my ass off. That'll mess like, you up. That'll yeah. make you toxic for sure. Like, we, I, I had the same thing, but it was just Pepe Le Pew. 
That's exactly the same thing. Pepe Le Pew is a Looney Tunes oh, skunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always skunk. trying to fuck that cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, and and that shit was, or was he a cat and he was trying to fuck the skunk? I can't remember. I think he was a skunk. He was rapey as hell. But that's the skunk. same thing. Yours is just more elaborate. Yours, yeah. But that's yours the thing too action. is imagine how much more that would have like seeped into your brain if for ninety minutes before that Sam Pepper was just like rescuing his daughter and like killing like thirty guys well, and like flying airplanes. That'd and be then, sick. My thing is like it'd be amazing. And then he just does the kissing prank and it's like, well, that works. The thing though is like I think. And you maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I think people knew that those were movies. Like, it was really marketed and, like, set up for everyone who watched those to believe that was just a day in the life, like, real. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, set up to be re- Like, I remember I watched that from, like, 12 to, like, maybe 15. And then when I was 15, somebody exposed the industry as hiring actors off Craigslist. And then, I like, my world fell apart. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just believed that there were some guys who were that swath. Well, this is... This is- similarly and this sounds crazy but like commando to me yeah i just never really thought about it this seemed to me like this stuff happens like frequently and (laughs) and maybe it's because of how casual arnold was through the whole movie but like it was like it seemed like a, a reasonable thing that could happen like yeah these guys uh the issue was that they had uh killed they had set a different person to be the president and this man was upset and so he was kidnapped an ex army guy's daughter to force him to kill the current president so that he could come back into power. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. Out. Fair. Yeah. Of I can see myself of getting wrapped up in happening. something like that. It's funny that like the only real part of this movie is the only part that's not elaborated on at all, which is the coup. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's my favorite <laughs> yeah, 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 part. Yeah, totally, 100%. There was one part at the beginning when he met with the uh, general who showed up at his house. He was like, the general was like, yeah, man, we need your help. We have a lot of enemies out there. You know, Guatemala, yeah. Haiti. The he Russians. just, like, named every country the U.S. could. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, bro, I can see why they're pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You've made a lot of enemies over Yeah, exactly. And then, they, yeah, 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 yeah. But then that was the only realistic part of the whole movie. Only realistic part of the whole can movie. We talk, can we jump here into the fact that the bad guy, Bennett, is literally... Freddie Mercury, why was he dressed like that? Oh Cha- yeah, was that chainmail? <laughs> it was. Some I think sort it was of like a knit. Yeah, it was like a weird knit. I the whole time I was trying to figure is, out if it was chainmail. It seems like yarn inspired chainmail. Is okay. it also weird that they were the two main guys from this crack American military force, and one of them is from Austria and the other one's Australian? Because that was also a little <laughs> bit weird. Well, I just yeah, liked how one up. of them was Arnold and one of them was this other fucking guy who might have been wearing chainmail. And it's like, yeah, I wonder who was doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, he was like unit. the most out of shape, like just plain. Just like, like, you know when you see somebody who, whose legs have zero definition and they're just like a stick? Yeah, well, dude, but it's like... it gave our parents like God complexes because like... How are you so unself-aware <laughs> that you think you, as a pudgy guy in chainmail, can go up against the world's strongest man? Go toe-to-toe. You know, because, yeah. like, well, that, he- you can draw a direct line of guys identifying with him to the anti-vax movement today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, oh my god, yes. Like, that's just the intellectual version of being, like, you're scientists, more like dumb fucks. Oh, I would say that there there was a couple parts in the movie where he was aware that he couldn't beat Arnold in a fight, but he was like, yeah, that's why I kidnapped his daughter. Yeah, because he kept but saying- But not at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept being like, he's, I've got this the only thing that's keeping me safe. Like at one point, he's like, you're damn right I'm afraid. It's because I'm smart. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, but I've got something to protect me or whatever. He's like, I've got his daughter. But then, but then, yeah, it all went out the window at the end when he said the best line in all of Arnold's movies, in my opinion, is when he says- 
uh, like towards the end when he says, when he's trying to convince him to drop the gun and pick up the knife, and he says, go ahead, stick the knife in me, Bennett. Take a look into these eyes and see what's going on in there as you turn it. It was like almost poetic. How but then many you... times do you think it took him to get that line? And I 100% guarantee you that wasn't the line. No, that wasn't. They were like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. good. That's... See, that's a wrap thanks Arnold see a, what's going on in there that's like yeah, how yeah. I describe something in, I don't remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I was like yeah t- why don't you uh, take a look in these eyes and uh, you know see what's going on in there as you turn in everyone it's like it's, it's the yeah, worst it's the worst I don't want it, the only line in the whole movie that's better is the last line when he when he defeats Bennett at the end I don't want to say it yet I feel like we should say it yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, I would we'll like to, to that. say like in response to uh, him like uh, not you think he'd didn't think that he could go up against him but like kidnapping arnold's daughter is just his horse medicine yeah which but <laughs> <laughs> it actually works it's proven he's got a daughter underneath the i saw yeah, a YouTube well, joe movie. rogan kidnaps a lot of guys daughters yeah, and it's working out really good for him so <laughs> how do you think he got all those spots at the comedy stuff which by the way they kidnapped his daughter very easily yeah it was not hard they outsmarted him Right away. Well, like, because Arnold was like, go to your room and hide. And it's like, yeah, if I was going to kidnap someone's child, yeah. their room? First place I'm looking. Yeah. Why don't you lock her in the guns? <laughs> then the gun room. You know that chick can use a gun. There was, and, and, and also, the, the, he's, when he was like, uh, he's like, uh, you, he's like, you couldn't smell them coming? And he's like, I could. Like, you could smell them coming, but Shut you couldn't up. save your daughter? I could. I knew yeah. they were coming. I could. I knew. <laughs> I knew. Yeah. How bad are you shot? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I got shot in the arm. How bad are you shot? He's like, I'm, uh, I, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I was shot. Like, I was, it wasn't good. Um, another line I really liked, though, was uh, right after when the daughter got kidnapped, mm-hmm. uh, he like went up to her room to go get her, and there was just some fucking guy sitting there. Right. And he's like, yeah, I've kidnapped your daughter. We're, looks like we're going to have to work together. And he was like, wrong. And then he shoots him in the head. And I think that taught our dads to never ask for help. <laughs> to be like, <laughs> yeah. I got it. Yeah. I don't need the instructions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw out that Ikea <laughs> yeah. instruction. Give me the fucking saw. Yeah, yeah bring exactly. me the gun. <laughs> yeah, put yeah, this yeah, yeah. Table together. Just fucking hammering shit with the butt of the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. He's trying to shoot the screws in. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Drill's broken. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite lines is when Arnold is chasing the people with his daughter in the car. Uh, the people who have kidnapped his daughter look at Arnold driving through the forest and they go. He's really coming at us. No brakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because they cut the brakes out of the car. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, they cut the brakes out of the car. They're like, he's got no brakes. They're like, he's crazy. And then he's just driving down the hill at them. <laughs> and then the car flips over and immediately catches on fire. Oh, like, right awesome. away. Full explosion. Because it has to. No car in the 80s ever You don't get out of a car. Even in, like, a fender bender. Yeah, exactly. Every yeah. car was exploding. Otherwise, what's the point of having a car? It's like Chekhov's gun in the 80s. It's got to go off yeah. at some point. That's right. Yeah, it's called Steve's car. <laughs> Steve's car. <laughs> and then they just get him. Like, they get him so easily. They, can, they they capture him several times. And also the local police, the local police catch him at one point. Yeah, but I would say that every time he got caught, it was all part of the plan. Yeah, I guess. I guess That's you're right. fair. I like right. when they're uh, first kidnapping him and, uh, like, six guys get out of the car and he gets out of his car and uh, they just start swinging the guns at each other yeah. as melee weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Not one shot fired. <laughs> well, we've all got M16s. Everyone knows these are long distance guns. Like no one yeah. tries to like. It's like I can imagine the director being like, "Hey, look, we kind of blew the budget on that car explosion. Can you guys just like hit each other?" That's <laughs> yes. another. And thing. they're like with our fists, and they're like, "No, with the guns." Go That's great. another <laughs> thing that taught our dads to never look at instructions or do training of any kind because it's like, yeah, just grab it by the barrel and then hit him with the fat part. You're like, oh, this is shaped like a stick. I know how these things work. I mean, I, that probably would work. <laughs> a gun is a lot like the oar of a boat. If you were going to hit someone with it, you'd use the bigger part. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you use a gun. We'll be um, right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do an ad you break. You actually should do an ad break. We should There's do an ad break right here. <laughs> we'll be right back after this fucking scam advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about NFTs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah we got a new exciting crypto project uh, coming at you from, uh, it's called... Um, Keenan Brad coin, and it's the only one that's not a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually is the tag. Like Keenan Brad, Brad coin, and then in brackets, the only one that's not a trick. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Buy it. Yeah, don't worry about who owns 100% of the coin. It's backed by gold, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. It is backed by gold, but comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> also, um,. Like, uh, the, the guy, like, f kidnapping a daughter and forcing Arnold to, uh, like, usurp the guy he already usurped him for. Like, I think that's a better counter-revolution plan than the U.S. had for Cuba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the U.S. was like, let's explode a cigar. And this guy's like, no, let's just get the perfect man. Yeah, let's get yeah, let's get one guy to handle it. <laughs> Why didn't he just try to pay Arnold money? Like, did he even try to pay him money, or did he go right for the dog? Well, I think he knew that Arnold was too pure of a human man. You can tell by the ice cream money. scene and the fishing. At exactly, because yeah. I was gonna say, like, uh, me and Brad, we we, we like to call them perfect man movies <laughs> oh, okay, on the show. Yeah. Where Which it's, it is nice to be back in. This it is bank. nice to be back to perfect man, but like this is like one of the most perfect man movies I have ever seen. Yeah, I was like watching this. I was like, he kills everyone so easy. Why is this one? not called the terminator kills everyone effortlessly he says i'll be back at one point he did say i'll be back in this movie yeah, yeah. he did for he did for sure another really he had a, he had a couple good lines uh, around the airport scenes so I'm, i also got pretty obsessed with uh with sully which the one's little, sully the little short guy who was sexually harassing the, yeah dude got, oh man i was into him he was a he was a fun character <laughs> that he, guy was like such a fucking nice he guy was such a perfect like villain he had villain face like he looked totally. like a rat he looked like a full on rat and his suit was too big and he was short and little and mouthy and he had one job to watch him get on the plane and like okay I also love okay so he says to Sully he says I'm gonna kill you last I like you Sully I'm gonna kill you last and you know he's not killing him last oh yeah like bro. you know there's no way and then later when he dropped him off that cliff and he said, remember how I said I wasn't going to kill you last? I lied. And then he just drops him off a cliff. It's such a great. Yeah, that was fucking so, dude, awesome. Dude, when I was eight years old or whatever watching that, man, can you believe you wouldn't. My eyes lit up when he said that line. It was the coolest fucking thing. This <laughs> You have to understand that watching this movie for the first time in the 80s, this was state of the art. This was yeah. like it looked great. You were like, oh, my God, this is the most intense, fresh 
dialogue movie that's ever been made. This is incredible. And when he said that, it was like high fiving your buddy. It was like, yeah. like, it was, it was like <laughs> you watch it now, and we're like, wow, that's terrible. But in those days, you were legit. Like, goddamn, dude. I mean, and all remember fairness. when he said, "I'm gonna yeah. kill you last." I lied. It would be like stuff you would say it to your buddy on the playground at school. Well, you're in, I was gonna say you're in school the next day, just like your science teacher is being born. You're like, I'm gonna fucking kill you last. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> you're like, I lied. Because uh, then, then those days you could still bring a gun to school. Before the, <laughs> yeah, you could still the talk about killing people. <laughs> before the, the pussification of America. got into office. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, this movie's actually pretty woke, I will say. Like, there, there, you know, there's some sexual harassment, whatever. You know what I mean? Who among us? What? You know, it was the golden era. There was. <laughs> I have era. notes. <laughs> I have notes about this movie also being a little bit woke in some parts. But, yeah, uh, my, the wokest part, I think, is that the bad guy has an accent, right? You think that's bad. Guess what? The good guy also has a an thicker accent. one. He has a more foreign, even <laughs> yeah. thicker accent. So you can never get away with that in Hollywood these days. It's a real even no. racial playing field. That's I true. Think. It is woken that way. It's woken some other ways too that I think that I want to bring up after. But I want to talk about Sully a little bit more yeah. and how yeah, yeah. I think that it was awesome that he was just like you got a little bit of a glimpse into like a henchman's criminal day to day, and he mm. was like on a crime to do list. Like he dropped Arnold off at the airport with the other guy. And then he watched to make sure the plane took off. And after that, he went and sexually harassed a stewardess like, <laughs> like super shittily while she was on the phone for no reason at all. And then followed her for a while into a park, into a parking garage. Yeah. And then he left and went to the mall to meet, uh, a, like a, a, a standard villain, from South America who had a briefcase full of money that they did an exchange of, I think, passports. I'm not sure. He literally was just doing a crime errand list. Yeah. He was just doing generic doing movie crimes. Just doing all movie crimes. It was kind of cool to be able to like watch that happen and be like, I would love a sub-movie of Sully just doing crimes. That would actually yeah. be awesome. Because like, they could give him so many sick like lines and shit. He'd yeah. be like, I gotta go you know, make a withdrawal. And then he goes, robs a bank. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That would, would be such it. a good movie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Or just a show. Show, right? Yeah. Maybe cut that. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe yeah, cut get that. rid of that one. Maybe that was a that. swing and a miss there. But, uh, <laughs> we'll probably cut that one out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but also, uh, also, Brad said the R word almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, here's the thing: is we take yeah, risks Brad on this. Yeah, Brad censored show. himself, but still went for it. We don't say weird the, choice. We don't say the word because we are a woke podcast, but uh, we also are a fake woke podcast, so we do still make those jokes. <laughs> it is what it is. This is not affiliated. I I didn't sign off on any of this. <laughs> Yeah, well, serious well this is absolutely this my favorite Just for Laughs podcast. Yeah. <laughs> very much. So glad that you guys are performing this yeah. live at Yuck Yuck's yeah. Calgary. Thank you week. to the CBC for having us <laughs> on there or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we put the broad in broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ian Hanamensi. All right. Uh, but I, ba back to the uh, fucking, uh, what, what was that guy's, Sully? Yeah. Man, dude, Sully, Sully uh, following... Uh, Classic nice guy move, being mm -hmm. like, hey, sweetie, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You want to come on a date with me? Yeah. She's like, no. And he's like, you're fucking ugly, you stupid you, bitch. You whore. Yeah, 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 yeah. He called her a fucking whore. Yeah. Like, 
That was yeah. very modern, I thought. Very yeah, modern. Yeah, yeah that's, that like, is, that's very modern. Oh, no. dude, I mean, that's like just dudes on the internet. Yeah, yeah. before that was gonna the say. internet. I mean, I've that's, seen a lot of leaked DMs that yeah, go man, that's, beat for beat how that seems. That that's, uh, that's my DMs to a T. That was being online, offline. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. It was IRL online. Yeah, but, he, he was also on there being like, you should have voted for Bernie in 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's both. It's both things, totally. Two, uh, eight, but the shadow realm is not good. Yeah, it's not. There's more good lines uh, when he broke that guy's neck on the plane and then got the blanket and the pillow. Yes. So clever. You know the writers, they're like, oh, man, make oh. a mask for a blanket and a pillow. Dude. And then he breaks his neck and it makes it look like he's sleeping. They were like, holy, you're a genius. Greg Johnson, because that's the name. Yeah. For sure. You are a brilliant writer. I genuinely thought that was a great, like, I thought that was smart. I don't think I've ever seen that done before or since. I thought that was <laughs> sick. You know what else nice. I loved was when he was like, how long's the flight? And then he set a timer on the watch and it's like, oh, fuck, baby, we're on the clock for this mission. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. a you time limit. I do that now. every time I get on a plane. I also, kill the person next to me. How much time do we have? <laughs> and then I climb out of the. We also need to talk about how he escaped the plane because it Dude, was ridiculous. Yeah, but first, what was? Can we talk about how respectful he was to the flight attendant? Like, oh yeah, well yeah, he's a he's a he's a pure man. It's yeah a, yeah totally. He's a perfect already, man. Already like super hard to not be rude for no reason to flight attendants. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're there because yeah, can someone I get a kid, coke you bitch? <laughs> it's like can I get a plastic cup but, full of coke yeah imagine how much harder it would be if you were there only because a guy was gonna kill your daughter oh if you didn't man take dude i would be i'd be a nightmare yeah. having to go through customs through security oh, you don't yeah. even want to take this flight you're being kidnapped it was the yeah. 80s there was no customs. oh you're too. right you actually yeah that's right probably why it was so chill then yeah you yeah. didn't have Do to you, go through any of the we also talk about the three of those guys hanging out together at the or the four of them at the airport there's bennett in his mesh chainmail shirt <laughs> and then aren't this huge man who was like the biggest man anyone has ever seen. He's literally Mr. Universe. And then a huge Fijian man in a weird safari hat. And then a tiny guy in an oversized suit having a full-on argument outside of the airport. That's, that's like, getting flagged well, for sure. 9-11 hadn't happened yet. Yeah, that, so that was true. actually cool. That's that was actually, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it feels when me and Kian like, hang out with our 30-year-old comedy <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, you know I'm 40, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't... Uh, that's cute. That's cute that you said 30. <laughs> I, I was that's talking nice. about Simon Glassman, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. Simon Glassman. I really like it when me and Brad and Peter walk down the street and there's just like the biggest football player you've ever yeah. seen. Well, yeah. I don't know Peter, but he's Boys? our Arnold. Peter Sender, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a big man. Let's talk about the escape from uh, Red October. I mean, I don't know. The plane? The plane. Yeah, that was wild. That was totally fine. insane. Who knew that you could just walk out of the bathroom and just walk into the cargo area? Yeah, without... and then, like, just, you know, jimmy your way into well, the landing also, gears. What, and then and it's what just, the hell like, was with that paper wall? You what was that? the wall down? Yeah, that yeah. Was... You just ripped a wall down, and then there was an immediately a dog there barking in his face. It was just like, I love the idea of them adding that to the movie. They're like, make put a dog there barking at him when he goes through the wall. It seems too easy. Like, he's... That's it, right? Like he comes out of the bathroom and then and then opens this door and then rips a like a weird paper mesh wall thing down and then just leaves and they're like, no, there has to be another obstacle. Put a Doberman in a cage, barking at his face. Yeah. That was the right call. That was awesome. No, I agree. To rip that open, it's like, oh wow, that's very Resident Evil. I quite like that. I I think it's awesome that uh, one nobody heard the dog and then two nobody heard the sound of the air coming through the hole he had just ripped well and also yeah and he got up uh to like to go to the bathroom while they were taking off like they're not and then they were they're not going to just like be cool with that yeah they go crazy wait they're waiting for you to come out they're just never going to notice that the guy who went into the bathroom 
while the plane was taking off just never came out yeah, of the bathroom. Like, hey, what happened and he's also, the... again, the most recognizable man you've ever seen. That's what I'm saying. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, let's... Granted that this is in a universe where there is no Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's still the yeah. most beautiful man That's by I mean. a lot. Like, he's... You can't just walk by and be like, hmm, wasn't there an Adonis sitting here a second ago? Yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to that guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't mean because he's also, Arnold. I yeah. mean because the stature of the man. <laughs> and it's, a, it's also like, hey, why does the guy who was sitting next to the Adonis reek like yeah. Oh, yeah, rotting it, flesh? Oh, how, or, or, I mean, he's dead. Doesn't Don't your like, bowels release when you die? Like You crack I mean, that guy's neck, he's shitting his pants. Like, I mean, he was just like, nervous the, to fly. You know? <laughs> like, Arnold had been in the bathroom for super long, so like, yeah. I guess they're kind of just like, yeah, I mean, everybody's got to piss and shit in the seat. People didn't want to be rude, Plus, I guess. 9-11 hadn't happened yet. You were allowed to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But I really liked how once he got onto the landing gears, like how long it took him to jump off. Yeah, he waited for a swamp. And by the way, the jump off, because I thought he was just going to sort of barrel Me roll. Me too. That was what I was expecting. I didn't see that coming. The jump, like the weight, and then the jump, that's what sold this movie Oh, that for was me. so I was, funny. Like, I have sick. it in my notes. It's not even anything for a podcast. It just says... Like that, and then this movie is so fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is also another movie that having a cell phone would just solve so many of the issues. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, so many issues would have been solved with those. Like, the fact that the guys waiting for him on the other end just assumed everything was going fine for yeah. hours and hours. Oh, I love no that. One, <laughs> like, Sully tried to warn them by going to a payphone when they were in the mall. The entire mall scene was also fucking crazy. Well, yeah. that was just so crazy. Like, I didn't... That was a plot point that I had to be like, oh, yeah, it's the 80s, right, where he's, like, gets the quarter, and then Arnold has to, like, kill him before he's able to make a phone call. Yeah. And you just kind of have to um, be like, oh, I guess that is probably how that would have worked. I love how anti-cop the mall scene is. I thought that was very woke. Of how how were they anti-cop? Well, because he beats up a bunch of cops. Oh, oh yeah. he did the thing <laughs> where, he, where where all you can see is like 10 cops like in a pile. And then they, he just like springs up with his whole body <laughs> and they all go flying. That is the most classic. Like now oh, that's, that's a move they do in breakdancing battles. And oh, shit, yeah, bro. But it's like that's originally an Arnold. Like. I want to sell that scene as an NFT and then just <laughs> a cab in red letters. <laughs> yes. But also, yes. not That's only actually does, incredible. Not only does Arnold beat the shit out of a bunch of cops, the bad guy also shoots cops. So it's like full across the board, no matter who you identify yeah, with. Anti-cop. We're overthrowing the capitalist pigs. We're starting a socialist revolution. They also <laughs> blew up a SWAT team thing with a rocket launcher at one point, too. That's what I'm saying. The chick who we need to get into as well. Yeah, that chick. Can we talk about when he first kidnaps her? He's like, he comes up behind her. He's like, don't move. She's like, okay. And then he's like, get in the car. And she's like, but you said don't move. That's so sick. Kidnapping victim arguing semantics. (laughs) That was very funny. But one one thing before that that I wanted to cover uh, was uh, she's getting like, that was when she was being followed into the parkade by uh, Sully, the creepy henchman. That's right. And then uh, Arnold steps in and like kind of intervenes and it's like, hey, you see that guy being creepy to you? I'm going to be way creepier right now. And actually, you're being kidnapped. That was was nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Watch this. And then he rips the seat out of her fucking (laughs) car. He literally (laughs) opens the door and rips the passenger seat out of her car for some reason. I loved that. That seemed unnecessary. You can get low in a front seat, dude. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. not, you're big, you're not that big. Yeah, you know, like, take <laughs> it easy, man. Like, seriously, you rip the seat out of her car and then she, she just kept going. I like, would love if that's just like a standard move in every car. It's like, yeah, my legs aren't going to fit. Fucking get this out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just yeah. stand. Yeah, like, a lot of times people will ask me to move my seat up. 
but I would love it if someone just ripped me out and threw me out of the car. <laughs> here's, here's a non-woke part of this movie. Every time they showed the bad guys in South America, the music had steel drums in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's a non-woke part. Didn't well, that's like the modern day, that. or that's like the you know olden day equivalent of uh, how we just put like yellow filters over any time. It's like we're in Mexico now; everything's yellow. Yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, or like when uh, they would, when whenever like a Native American would be in a movie, uh, they would just have an eagle screech. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Also, that is true. Um, but this is so we're so fucked. Like yeah. this is why we're so fucked. These movies really truly have wrecked us. Well, they were just trying to horn everybody up, like to the max. Like I mean, horning people up to the max. It's also like lazy storytelling to communicate, like you know shitty little ideas very quickly it's yeah. like how will we know they're in a foreign country steel drums fuck it we don't have those here yeah reggae hasn't come and out it's yet like, how will we know america's the greatest country of all time i don't know maybe look at anything <laughs> <laughs> read a book and by read a book i mean watch reality television uh, look at arnold this fucking glorious austrian that we have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who represents us so beautifully yeah um I love that uh, when Sonny's in the mall bar. First of all, mall bar, very 80s, I think. Um, yeah, we're in Edmonton right now, so I feel like we can't really talk too much. We literally did comedy in a mall tonight in a bar. You guys <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed home. I read a book. Yeah. I read a book, and I drank a tea. What book did you read? Uh Brothers Karamazov, but I don't want to flex on you like okay, that. Okay, well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that in the bar, Sonny says, hey, this is a great place to come. Love coming here. A lot of slash. I've heard it called sniz. I've heard it called slit. I've even heard it called gash. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call it slash. I didn't catch that part. I might have assumed he was talking about the guitarist from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Being that it was the time. I would um, like, and I missed that part, and it could go totally either way. Dan yeah. could have been projecting that they were talking about a famous band. Brad could have been projecting they were talking about pussy. Yeah. No way to tell. Depends what you're thinking about at the time. This is <laughs> another one of those movies where... Whatever your opinion is, you get something out of this. <laughs> this movie is for everyone. Yeah. Um, so after the mall, she just, the, the stewardess. Also, I don't know anyone's name in this movie except for, like, if his name wasn't John Matrix, I wouldn't remember. Like, Man, that's like the sickest well, name on you the Did we ever learn the woman's name? I don't think we did. No, but you remembered Sonny, and that's one more than me. Sully. Oh, okay, so uh, maybe I did remember actually quite be. a few people's names because I also remember the bad guy's name was Bennett. Yeah, yeah, you're doing pretty good here. But Don't I only remember that short. because he says, "Stick the knife in me, Bennett. Take a look <laughs> into these eyes and see what's going on in there as you turn it." Plus the last line we haven't got to yet, which oh, is man. fucking unreal. Okay, so after the movie, or after sorry, after the mall, she's just like on a trip with him now. Like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, cool. Did she quit her job? Like, did she not give notice? Like that's kind of shitty. Like she just laughed. Well, I think oh. she mentioned she was on layover, so she oh. has she has the day free. Yeah, yeah. yeah She's down for whatever. Can we also have another movie that's all like that follows her whole day? That's this is like this is like a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, she gets her. stood up on a date and she's like, "Well, I guess I'll go on an adventure with this strange man who yeah. ripped the seat out of my car." Who she keeps going back and forth with trying to uh, cancel or whatever, and then or like but be, being into so. She anyway, I don't know. She seemed like she just walked out on her job to me, which doesn't show loyalty, which means to me that like, Arnold should, should be take that's a red flag. She's careful. And she also like he let her go once to help him. She immediately ratted him out. Yeah. That right away. True. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was fucked up. Yeah. And then, she's not a rider. Yeah. Maybe she's not a real one after all. But she had I a great line. Also, another great line. Line here uh, when she goes, um, 
he's fighting like he was fighting a whole bunch of people again i can't this happened so many times this movie that i can't even remember (laughs) which part he but she's like she goes these guys like and it's brutal like people are getting murdered it's fucking hardcore like it's harsh and she goes these guys eat too much red meat oh yeah 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 she, there's just like stabbings and stuff but going yeah, like, on and she's like mm, men yeah this is a little yeah, masculine yeah. for yeah. me yeah it's in the hotel room when it's the same guy who tried to see who stole the car one of the guys from the start the garbage man and she like smashes him onto the bed and then it like rips through his chest and like he gets impaled yeah. On that on that thing, and she goes, "These guys, these guys eat too much red meat." Mm, you seriously couldn't have talked that one out, yeah. fellas? Had like, to resort to which, violence. I don't know if that's like woke or like I, I don't know if it's woke or unwoke. Because like on one hand, it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe plant that in the audience's head. Maybe they could talk out their issues. But then on the other hand, it's like, you think only women can talk out their issues? Well, that's like the funny like level of wokeness in this movie where they're like trying to give props to women at certain points, but yeah. it's like 80s versions of what <laughs> yeah. women are good at. It's like following the directions or yeah. like yeah. or knowing- gabbing well, this away. Is, this, yeah. this is it because she says she she there is a line literally where she says I read the instructions. yeah like that that so, exactly. So this is this part I want to talk about later. It's like it it, it is trying to like. Like oh my god, this woman she's like it's like cool because she's like getting her when they have to escape in the plane and she's like I'm she's like I'm getting my pilot's license I can fly the plane, and it's like you know they were like look at us showing that women can be pilots you know that they're doing that in the eighties that was like a big deal, and then there's the part where she has the rocket launcher and the the, the, the dudes the cops again anti cop. They're like harassing her. They're like, what she want? She want? She stands up in the car and they're like, she wants. She got something for you. She turned back. Yeah, she's got something. Like they're gonna fuck them. And then she stops. And then I'm like, oh shit, she's gonna fire the rocket launcher at them. And I'm like, they're showing that women can do shit. I wrote it down. I'm like, yeah, it's woke. And then she fires it backwards <laughs> and it blows up a phone booth. And yeah. I'm like, nope, they still tried to make women look stupid. <laughs> yeah. But then she it's- does blow it up and she does it and it's like sick. Okay, we're back. Women are woke again. And then she tries to start the plane and she can't. And then Arnold comes in and punches the plane and it starts. Well, that's like, that's <laughs> what I'm like, saying, okay. you know, you, it takes all kinds to make a world. I mean, you know, we need to have women to figure out problems. We need to have men to punch the problems. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, it all comes together. It's not girl boss, but it is like girl middle management. <laughs> yeah. It's you know like, what I mean, yeah. it's like a girl could yeah, run girl a ship supervisor. Girl assistant to the boss. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Girl <laughs> secretary. To the regional yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love that uh, in the car chase uh, where Arnold's using her car to chase uh, Sully. Yeah, uh, like she's just she doesn't like get mad at him at all for crashing her car into a telephone pole. I think at one point she is like my car, like but not even when he crashed. It's like when they were driving too fast. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like I, I just that's like my goal kind of in life. Like I want to get so jacked that I can total a woman's car with no repercussions. Well, we are in an exercise room right here yeah, Brad. right now. So well, let's get to work. You see that 20 pounder right there. That's 20 pounds. I can do seven of those. That's sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be shut. You'll be pushing over a Porsche that's up on its side in no time to yeah, jump yeah, in yeah. and escape. Give me 60 years. <laughs> I'll be able to do some fucking crazy shit. Um, one thing that made me question my values when I watched this movie mm-hmm. uh, was I saw this lady uh, fly the plane, and I'm like, 
how the fuck does a flight attendant know how to fly, fly a Well, because she said I'm getting my pilot's license. Yeah, I missed that. And then I was just wondering, like, oh, fuck, am I sexist for assuming this lady no. at the airport was a flight attendant? I think if it was a man flight attendant in the scene who was just suddenly flying the plane, you would have been like, how does a flight attendant know how to fly? No, if I saw I'll a man doing it, I would have been like, yeah, obviously he figured it out. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <laughs> what did he do, punch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I could have done that, too. But well, like, yeah, and then there's the other where they're trying to take off and she can't move the thing and then Arnold has to do it for her like she's not strong enough yeah, to like, yeah. like they're gonna build a part on a plane that an adult woman isn't strong enough to pull the plane up like that's ridiculous yeah sir you gotta be like super ripped to fly a plane yeah. it, it takes a lot to get it up there and then you and then, and then you jump we can jump into uh, there's a scene right when they're showing they go from the plane taking off to the like bad guys lair and, and the one dude who's guarding the room where Alyssa Milano is in it just jumps into the scene. In the first line, the guy goes, slitting a little girl's throat is like cutting warm butter. <laughs> That's like the line that he says, and it's like too upsetting for the even the other guys are like, whoa, hey, man. Like, what the Why fuck? Why are like, you just saying like, this just right like, now? Check in on yourself. Like, that's actually, we're doing this for a purpose. Like, I like to imagine there was like a long gap of silence, and yeah, he's like yeah, trying yeah. to start a conversation. Like, so, uh, cutting a girl's neck. Like warm butter. <laughs> that feels like a. That's like a very like a tr- trauma dump type thing. Like that feels like when people come up to you and they're just like, "Yeah, I've been thinking about killing myself." <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, dude. That guy's coworkers, the other henchmen, are like, he's the guy they don't want to hang out with in the lunchroom. They're like, yeah, Juan is kind of that guy's kind of messed up. Man, I, you hear what he said about <laughs> slicing a little girl's throat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sh- oh, did he say the butter thing? Yeah, yeah. He said that to me too. Oh my god, he's she's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Be cool. Hey, Juan, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? How's you it going? Uh, Some buttered toast there? Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> Margarine? <laughs> Is that a butterfly knife you're using? <laughs> right on. Um, but I could also see him being like the guy who's not invited to hang out. And he's just, like, way overcompensating for being a henchman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'd love to kill little girls, fellas. Maybe someone <laughs> should uh, let me sometime. That would be cool, right? <laughs> yeah, right on. Today's the day. Like, he knew, you knew that that was he thought this was finally yeah, it. Yeah, he's trying to like, move off of guard duty and onto like, kill duty. But he went too far. Like, yeah, he yeah, went, yeah, He went way too far. And now they're like, yeah, never, never no. give him a taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we also can't fire him because he'll come back and shoot the police up he's for sure. He's too good. We've armed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Um, there's a scene right at the, uh, right before this, where Arnold is like checking out the, he's like scanning the base to see where all the people are. And I realized as I was watching this, that I've never successfully looked through binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like that's how much of a man I'm not at all. Like I'm the opposite. As much as I grew up watching this and loving this, I turned out to be the opposite of all of this. Like I can't, have you ever looked through binoculars and been like, Oh, I see everything. Great. Or do yeah. you look through it and you're like, it's kind of like there's like weird black circles around everything. Like it's like not. Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong, but I don't. I don't. I can't look through binoculars properly. I've just like never looked through them for a purpose. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I think I'm saying binoculars. Binoculars. But, but I think it's binoculars. Maybe I am a man because I've never had that issue before. You've never, or maybe I've small. Maybe my eye sockets are too jacked. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, it's too strong say, in the mine face. Were, mine were the jacked ones, but. Yeah, yeah, maybe you have to have jacked optical uh, <laughs> muscles in order to look. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Yeah, Brad's a really good seer. Yeah. You're known for your sight. I'm the only guy with glasses in this entire room right now, <laughs> but I am the best seer. Yeah, apparently. So um, Another woke aspect of this movie oh, is nice. uh, when Arnold 
throws the guy through the hotel door into the other room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl was behind the guy. Like it's two people fucking, right? Yeah, yeah. The girl's behind the guy. I oh, think this yeah, she movie, was pegging him. I know she was. Yeah, this movie started pegging. Yeah. This movie is where Pegging came from. I, I, love I that also idea. noticed that. Someone <laughs> pausing on that split second scene and being like, sweetie, I have an idea. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to go back and pause. I want to see if that guy is actually getting. Pe- I swear he's getting pegged in that scene. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, there's no, you know, you don't see any sort of strap type of deal. But no, yeah, but you get the idea. You don't yeah. see any penetration. You can't be sure. <laughs> but he looks like a guy who would get pegged. For the purposes of this podcast that guy was getting pegged. yeah absolutely he was he was empirically being pegged yeah so this movie taught our parents that, hey open your mind yeah open your mind open your, your mind butt. open your hole <laughs> open your mind open your butt <laughs> get that shit going um he uses claymores like i just the scene where he emerges from the plane fully commandoed out and he's yeah. got the black tar oh, suffered whatever whoa. reason that is the suit up sequence was oh. just like that made me like i was Unreal. fist pumping by myself i oh, watched yeah. this laying down and i got up i'm like yeah i come i can't <laughs> just I fucking yeah. strapped up I, I no that, shirt on just vest it's i saw like, that scene he's ready and for i was business. like when did they load the plane oh there was a scene <laughs> where they were loading the plane I, I like it went from because it went from her like just getting off work like four hours earlier to now she's loading like heavy firearms onto a plane that they're stealing like that's the craziest she, day for her like that's she's still not strong enough to push the yeah, yeah 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 she's gonna load <laughs> rocket launchers and m16s and endless ammunition because he shot forty thousand bullets in 15 minutes absolutely he did. it only took him like 15 minutes to kill that entire army also by the way yeah like, and you see it and you're like yeah of course you're special ops yeah you're like totally get why you're damn so we really respected. have superior training and he didn't aim the gun once he didn't like have he to. just like yeah. spray fired like the whole thing this He's movie taught politicians to invade iraq yeah, this is where they, they got saw him. this and they were like, "Ooh, we really do know a lot more about everyone about shooting than other guys." Yeah, and this is exactly how the invasion of Iraq went down too. This is actually a documentary yeah. about how they invaded <laughs> yeah. Iraq. It, it, Oliver North went down to Iraq That's with right. three machine guns and a shotgun, and he really f- he he won that war. A lot of people don't know that mission accomplished. <laughs> um, yeah, and they used he used uh, a claymore, which is cool. I didn't know. Those were I thought those were just from video games, so that was cool to see. He was setting up a claymore, but then when he detonated the claymores, the explosions were insane, and all came from inside the hut. Like the oh, hut, yeah. he blew up like five buildings with like three claymores, but they were like, that's not how a claymore works at all. That's also not how like a hand grenade works. Like it just blows up and the people go flying all around. It's actually the hand grenades explode and the shrapnel shreds the people's body is actually what happens yeah it's not at all it's like a lot more yeah that's way more upsetting it's to way show more on upsetting to shoot somebody. okay i had this friend growing up uh when we were like like 21 and uh he lived in the united states and he sold a lot of weed which was very illegal at the time and also very cool i went yeah. yeah it was cool i went hey, down just so everyone knows we give a big hell yeah to selling drugs <laughs> yeah that's big, right your parents watched this hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> He sold drugs, and I went down to his house to visit him, and he was, like, the coolest dude. He had, like, this, like, low, he had a low rider, like, like 90s Thunderbird with, like, Dayton's on it and shit. It was cool as hell, and, like, a velvet trunk with, like, but he also had, uh, he had, he had his butter drawer in his fridge was just stacked with $100 bills, and, like, hell yeah. he, he was, like, check out what I got, and he comes out of his room, and he's got a fucking sawed-off pump-action shotgun, like, from Terminator 2, mm. and he's showing it to me, and I'm, like, here's the thing about this. 
what's going to happen if someone breaks into your house and you shoot them with that gun? You're going to blow them in half in your kitchen. Are you cool to see that? Like, are you cool? <laughs> are you going to be able to handle the damage that you cause that gun? Like, should you not, if you're going to have a gun, have a, like a handgun that you can shoot a hole? You're going to blow somebody in half. That's going to mess you up forever. And he's like, he straight up was like, I did not think of that. And then he, <laughs> turned, he turned it in for a different gun. That's so afterwards. funny. Yeah, you had to saw the barrel back on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to glue it back on. Yeah, like but I also would never consider that. If I were to buy a gun, if my mental health were to be fantastic all of a sudden, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I could have a gun around. You know yeah. what's crazy is, like, I've talked about guns and shooting a lot on this podcast. That is mostly what I think about. Just the <laughs> aftermath, the cleanup? Well, I always just wonder if I could handle it. And, yeah, I think I could. Well, yeah. if someone was in breaking into my house, I don't want to shoot somebody in half with a gun. I don't want to do that. I don't want to clean that up. Bro, is where I think, I'm at. No, I you could, hire a cleaning person for that. You don't do that yourself. Yeah, I think I could it, do it, that with a sword and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those explosions were insane. Um, uh, this, what did I write here? There's two. Oh, yeah, fuck, dude. This is like, this is. I just wrote, there's too much shit on me. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, come on, he's just got so much stuff on him, and it just made me think of the I think you should leave sketch where he says, uh, there's too much shit on me, but it's commando. I pro- you probably just cut this right out of the podcast. I don't know why I wrote that down. No, we're like, keeping that in. Okay. Like, I think <laughs> Arnold was like, I think you should die by my hand mm-hmm. oh that would have been good if they had seen i think you should leave in the 80s yeah, yeah. they would have loved that <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but also speaking it. of the having too much shit i also noticed that i was also thoroughly disappointed when he put the rocket launcher down finally oh man that I'm thing like, the four like the four squared oh what a so sick cool. weapon dude. the coolest gun you could have yeah, probably that or a gatling gun Oh, that's that would have been also really cool. But if that's you had like a the rocket gun. launcher version of a Gatling gun. Well, that's yeah. just like so cool. It's like that was probably the newest rocket launcher of the time. Why do they all throw grenades like up like a hook shot in basketball? Why is that the only way you could throw grenades in the eighties? Like, why wouldn't you throw it? Why would you? Why would you not throw it like a baseball? Like, you're, it's I don't understand why you throw it like a weird sky hook over the, over your head. I throw well, it like a softball underhand. Yeah, I mean, but like the full crow hop, yeah, like dude. with the stance <laughs> and everything. <laughs> that's I think, uh, very funny. I think that's another classic example of just not reading the instructions. Yeah, like so he too. saw a grenade and he was like, "Yeah, this seems intuitive. Why not use my whole body? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. yeah. or launching it like a shot put. <laughs> it's like, did you guys ever have that moment in school where you found? out that you threw like an idiot or that you ran stupid no, or something like that very athletic no yeah you're, you're good me okay either. well for me there was a moment <laughs> where with both of those where i had to find out that i was doing it as dumb as i could and then <laughs> the it's girls like girls tell you with their actions by no not me, you. men told me by not date no uh uh no but like just guys tell you that you're throwing things wrong and it's like well f- fuck man i want to see you throw something now no, you don't. I kind of do. It's regular and impressive. You <laughs> don't, uh, don't worry about it. You do walk wrong, so I yeah. yeah it's easy for wrong? me to imagine. I uh, that you this run is wide. not PC, but I walk like a fat guy. Okay. <laughs> I walk like uh, I walk. All my weight is on the outside of my feet, and I saunter pretty heavily back. That's and forth. cute as hell. That's adorable. Yeah, it is cute. Really doing a number on all my joints, but yeah, it is yeah, very yeah, cute. Yeah. It'll be cool for when you're forty. <laughs> um. So. He just he kills an entire army. He kills an entire army in in mere minutes, um, yeah. without aiming a gun once. Very horde. Um, just unbelievable. They did, there's a classic scene where he's hiding in a shed. Yep. And they shoot the shit out of the shed, but he's been hiding up top, and he jams a pitchfork through someone's head. God, I love 
And he had guns, too. Oh, fuck. He that just... pitchfork was just him riffing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just doing crowd work he out he here. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have to. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, improv murderer. <laughs> um, and Ironically, he... the only person who's ever killed doing improv. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, yeah, and then I guess he, um, he, he fights the bad guy. The, the showdown scene. scene. I yeah. mean, unless you guys have something to talk about for the for the warm up part of it, I would like to talk about how uh, he gets shot and then he's like, "Go ahead, knife fight me. I only have one arm." But then at the end, the way he wins is by using both his arms to rip a pipe out of the wall and then spearing it through his chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just classic Arnold. He lies all through this movie yeah. to the bad guys. Also, he's like, "Yeah, this, my arm is weak." Just this, kidding. It's strong still. Uh, yeah. This movie taught her parents to gaslight. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Hundred percent. And also he. Like the guy, the other guy who's got like a full on like stem dad bod, like beats the shit out of him. He beats the shit out of Arnold. Not only does he beat him up, he like almost jams his head in an oven at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why they're fighting next to a furnace? I don't know why. Why is there even a furnace there at all? There's a lot. Well, it's a compound. Oh, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad guys live there. Yeah, yeah. What kind it's of, a, what kind of a, a bad guy compound doesn't have a furnace? It has to be a room full of fire. It's got to be a furnace. There's also another room that's full of pipes, too. That's just a bad guy hideout. Yeah. He threw a fucking pipe through his chest. He threw a goddamn pipe through his chest. Yeah. And then he said it. And yeah. then he said the line because he throws the pipe. Who wants to say it? Does you say it. You want me to say it? You've yeah. been hyping it up all show. I know how bad you want to say it. I do want to say it. Yeah, yeah. He throws a pipe to his chest, releasing a, a mist out of the pipe. And yeah. then he says, let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! For the listeners, I just mimed shooting a bow and arrow into a target. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other way to describe that line. It might be the best Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, line of all time. It's so good. Let off some steam, Bennett. It's incredibly good. But that's just like one of the best like 80s action movie lines of all time. Absolutely. That tops like a lot of the shit Jean-Claude Van Damme has said. That's topped anything that uh, uh, Stallone has fucking mumbled before. Oh, way, I mean, way better. Way better. Honestly, I, w- I believe that like 92 to 5% of the lines in this movie are better than any line in any action movie. Like, this is pound for pound. I mean, if you want to talk LPM, this movie is through the roof. Oh, absolutely. Pound for pound, line for line, best action he, film I've ever seen. He doesn't have a ton of lines, but all of them are good. Yeah. Like and like some of the absolute best. Like it's it's just unreal. He's dead tired. I mean, they, it's like they saw an action movie that ended on a pun, and they were like, "What if that was the whole thing?" <laughs> well, yeah, that was exactly it. They saw the crowd go crazy at the end, and they were like, "I bet we could get a couple of more of these in there." Yeah. And also, um, I love that right after he spears the guy with the pipe, his daughter is, like, up, up above on the top floor and, like, just looks down at him and smiles. Yeah, just not getting like, PTSD. This kid is yeah. fucked. Oh, yeah, I literally wrote down, I hopefully the military has a family therapy plan because <laughs> they fucked this girl up. This little girl watched so many people die. And also the woman. This is, for okay, the craziest part of this whole movie is... He went and fought that whole army, and it took 15 minutes in the movie, but it was overnight. Yeah. Like, it took overnight for him to do that. That woman, who the, we never even knew her name, waited in the plane the whole time, overnight, with no cell phone or anything. 
She just sat in that plane and was like, hopefully he comes back. Yeah, I mean, she probably brought brought like a Sears catalog or <laughs> the version of She didn't even know if he was coming was back or anything. Yeah. She just sat in the plane and hoped for the best. Yeah, like, but if, if, the, if, if the guy you're waiting on is Arnold Schwarzenegger with a rocket launcher, right. he's coming back. That's a good point. You don't have to worry about that guy. Yeah, and it's also like, that's a, just a, the mark of a good woman. I hope they stayed together. I hope she was a good mother to Alyssa Milano's <laughs> Yeah. I do. I hope it. I'd love if, like, I man, that would have been a very funny twist to the end as if there was, like, no romantic attraction. He's like, just thank you for, thanks, the, yeah, thank you for the ride. And yeah. then just, like, leaves, do never sees her again. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they just leave in their, their stolen plane. Yeah, that's sick that they didn't take the army helicopter back. Yeah, they just left like in their stolen plane to go God knows where to start a new life. Yeah, to land in some <laughs> other river. You whatever. think Arnold had to punch it again? I hope so. You can yeah. only assume. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I think that's how he starts everything in his life. Just punches it. That's like that's how my dad used to treat uh like old computers. Like we had this laptop that was like ten years old and that was the family computer. And uh anytime it wouldn't like print or load a website, he would just beat the fuck out yeah, of it. That's great. I bet it worked though. No, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> so the man wasn't doing enough tricep dips. Yeah, you gotta get bigger for it to work. So what do you think our parents learned from this? Uh ga- gaslighting for sure. Uh, always fight, never back down. You're perfect. Um, how to win a woman's affections. Violence is casual. Violence is casual. Violence is extremely casual. Murdering people, not a big deal at all. Yeah. Um, be perfectly level-headed through everything. Never get angry. Never raise your voice. Um, I mean, perfect man. Yeah. Um, Some of our parents didn't learn that, but I think that, uh, maybe some of them did. No, I think this probably fucked up guys for talking to women because the two examples you have of meeting girls in this movie is uh, the nice guy, uh, Sully, who mm-hmm. is a bastard, yeah, or Arnold, who also kidnaps a woman. Yeah, I think this movie so. taught our parents nice, nice guys finish last. They're like, oh, if I don't kidnap a woman, like... It's over for me. Yeah, do you think can... a bunch of incels saw this movie and just like really identified with <laughs> yeah. Sully and were like fucking getting fucked again? Yeah. Like, no chance out here, this fucking Chad with a rocket launcher killing all my friends. He went up and said a bunch of nice stuff to her while she was on the phone. <laughs> she didn't want him. He called her a whore to let her know he was upset and she still didn't respect him. <laughs> what was he supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. He communicated his feelings and it didn't work <laughs> and that's why I will bury mine forever. <laughs> That's right. That's what our parents. <laughs> That's what our parents learned. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right, right on. Uh, I mean, this is I, in this scenario. I am your parents. So this is what I learned. Yeah. This. Well, yeah. What are we saying? Honestly, uh, this was one of you. You already said it, but this is like genuinely one of the best '80s action movies I've ever seen. I think it might be the best. This one or uh, Predator, also quite. Excellent. Predator, yeah. We should we should cover that one soon never too. Seen it. But You've I will never seen say Predator. Wow. That's, yeah. Or also Bloodsport. Bloodsport's tight. You know what I have to say? I think. Kickboxer is a better movie than Bloodsport. I disagree wholeheartedly about th- about that. That's fair. There but no, I, the, there's no chanting Kumite uh, in the Kickboxer. There's no dance sequence in uh, Bloodsport. I would argue that martial arts is a dance. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most fatal dance of all. <laughs> well, that's actually Capoeira. Uh, I will say um, progressive re-release. Just switch the genders of the two main characters. Yeah, Arnold Still, Schwarzenegger's yeah. played by a woman. The sidekick who you know can't do anything really and is loves to get kidnapped. That's a man. The daughter's a boy. Bing bang boom. We got a movie. Me personally, I would love to get kidnapped by think, a strong woman. I think the child is non-binary. Ooh, that's it. 
What if they're just all nine non-binary? What if every movie character from now on ever is non-binary, just so that no one is offended ever about anything? Yeah, yeah, you know, I that would be so confusing to do a movie on because we're always we already don't know the fucking anybody's name in this movie. We're all like that guy, (laughs) that girl. Could you imagine if we were just like, yeah, you know the person who killed the other person and then they escaped with that other individual? <laughs> That'd be unlistenable. I mean, me personally, I would understand it, but you guys might not. That's just <laughs> sort of uh, where our heads are at, I guess. I, I love a movie that just does not even put any effort into making you remember anyone's name. And well, I, I like also a, love that his name was John Matrix. Though. That was like, sick. Just fantastic. That's it's, the coolest name they could have thought of. It's sick. Like, the names didn't matter. This is all action. It's all movie. But I like a movie that's, like, aware enough to be like, yeah, they don't care what... They're going to call him Arnold Schwarzenegger. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Arnold. Just Arnold have him kick movie. ass. Like, yeah. that's all we need right now. He's Arnold in every movie. He's Yeah, he's never had another role. Have you guys listened to Pumping It? No. Um, we have a podcast on our network called Pumping then It. Then, yes, we have listened to With, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think even I've listened to all the podcasts? <laughs> I I always there's a hundred of them. <laughs> podcasts. And I always a- buy that stuff in the ads, and I always review them. But that's just me. You know, The listeners might feel a little different. Cool. But. We have a podcast with Arnold Schwarzenegger on the on the network called Pumping It. Ooh. Um, that is legitimately Arnold Schwarzenegger with his uh, assistant, Kevy. And so if you're listening to this, check it out. It's pretty insane. Yeah, check it out. Now, here's my question. Do you think that you could... Get Arnold on our show, hundred percent. Yeah, I can definitely make. Fellas, but only if listeners? the listeners review us and give us five stars. Right? Yeah, if you get uh, if this episode gets if you get five five star reviews in a week in the week after this comes out, I'll get Arnold on your podcast. All right, sample that, put it at the start. Arnold <laughs> from the Pumping It podcast will come on this podcast. I guarantee you, if we can make that happen, absolutely. I would love I guarantee that. you, maybe. I, no, I mean, if we go, you know what? I'll make it happen. Just go and like and review this podcast. Like, fuck, if you listen to it, it takes two seconds. Don't be a dick. Yeah, we all we all took time. Out of our lives to watch Commando. Do you even know how bad I have to pee right now? We're sacrificing a lot for you guys. Yeah, I'm tired. It's late. I'm 40 years old, and it's like 1130 at night. Yeah, yeah. and also, you the listener, you're an hour into this, and you're going to have no opinion on it. You're going to yeah, watch something up. for an hour and be like, mm, I didn't like that. That's why you don't ask them to review in the first few minutes, because they're like, this is trash. I'm going to go review it and then not listen to the rest of it. you got to ask at the end, because the no, unless unless you like hate listened to it. I can hate yeah. watch things. I couldn't hate listen to no, something. No, me neither. Just imagine just like listening to a podcast that you hated. Oh, while you're just, like, oh doing the whole the time. Yeah, like, I mean, that's fucking idiot. You in all fairness, Joe that, Rogan. Is, that I was going to say <laughs> that is how <laughs> I listen to Joe Rogan. You know what podcast I hate listen to sometimes? It's called Bad Faith. Uh, it's really bad. It's about politics stuff. It sucks. It just makes you mad the whole time? Yeah, and I'm just I like, can't... these fucking loser Democrat neoliberal pussies. Yeah, dude, sometimes I'll listen to NPR uh, politics podcasts, and it's like, chill with that neoliberal agenda right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then someone's like, define neoliberal, and I'm like, no, it's bad. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Neo anything is bad. <laughs> neo anything, except for Neo Geo, the old video game, <laughs> which is also from the 80s. And Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. John Matrix. This is a prequel. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that they came up with the name John Matrix before Matrix came out. They were just <laughs> like really going Trend deep. Centers. They on also cool had all the back first in this movie. Yeah, that's killer. This movie's a ton of firsts. Yeah. Ton of firsts. Underappreciated, um, I have to say. I don't have anything to plug. When does this come out? Uh tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Um 
I don't know if you're in Victoria, come to see comedy shows. Come to Hacklers. We opened again. It's awesome. It's fucking sick. Hell yeah. yeah. Dan and I are at Yuck Yucks tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, yeah, that is true. Fucking mural fest of the grindstone next weekend. Sick. Uh, Craft Island Comedy Fest in Calgary the weekend after that. I'm at the comic strip this week, and I have uh, I don't think anything in the foreseeable future that's of note. Uh, but come to all our Wednesday shows at the comic strip. Uh, we have a whole bunch in September. We're probably gonna have more in October, so keep an eye out for those. Um, thank you. I love you. Come to the Grindstone open mic. Yeah. Yeah, maybe cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Kiss, kiss. Bye.